Holy Gospel is written in the 16th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark, beginning at the 14th verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that disbelieveth them shall be condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise be to thee, O Christ. Please be seated. Today is, of course, Ascension Day, a key part of the Christian year. And it's quite interesting to see the progress of the Gospel, say from Good Friday to Pentecost. For there are four stages which follow the death of Jesus, his resurrection, then his reception into heaven, which we're remembering today, his rest and promise of his return. Let's remind ourselves of his resurrection, that great celebration on Easter day. And on many separate occasions, this risen Lord appeared to individuals, sometimes to a small, smaller group, for example, the two Marys and the two walking in Emmaus. Sometimes to all the disciples, twice in the upper room and once on the seashore, and once again when he took his leave. And at one point, up to 500 disciples at once saw this risen Lord Jesus. So for 40 days, Jesus spent on earth after his resurrection were long enough for the disciples to be really sure that he was alive. But at the same time, he was helping them for that time when they would have to live by faith that he was alive rather than just see him. But that was his resurrection and we thought all about that at Easter. But today we think of his reception into heaven. One writer has said this, people are often puzzled by the vertical takeoff, but it was the only way of showing that he was actually leaving this earth. Why did he do so? Well, his work on earth was done. He says in the Gospel of John, I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. He could not indefinitely stay on earth because that would restrict his influence. 
just staying in one place at a time. But he does promise the Holy Spirit, which would be in 10 days' time at Pentecost, when he'd be able to reach his message all over the world. And people could be sure that he lives and can empower us for living. His resurrection, his reception, and his rest. It says he was seated at the God's right hand, suggesting rest after a task on earth accomplished. But it doesn't mean he's doing nothing. He intercedes for us. He's aware of what's going on in our lives and wants the best for us. His resurrection, his reception, his rest, and also promise of his return one day. It's been said the crown prince, as it were, landed once secretly and silently. But one day he will return in glory and triumph. The scriptures clearly teach that he will return one day. We don't know when, but the key thing is to be ready for when that great day comes. So this is a time of great celebration on this Ascension Day. I remember once it was on Ascension Day when I was invited by Decision Magazine, that was a magazine for the Billy Graham organization, to go and interview um, a delightful lady called Catherine Bramwell Booth from the Salvation Army. She was well into her 90s when I met her, but she gave me such a gracious welcome and was still very much um, mentally alert. And we were able to talk about her remarkable Christian journey. And she said, you know, when you get to my age, you can look back and with some assurance can say that the presence of Jesus has been with me, empowering me, helping me in the highs and lows of a long life. And I can look back with gratitude. And she said, obviously, in my late 90s, my time here on earth must be limited. But it's good to have those promises that this physical life is not the end and that one day she will meet the risen Jesus face to face. And she finished with this promise that the key thing is to remind ourselves that Jesus lives and can be with us day by day. And almost as an afterthought, she said something I've never forgotten. She said each morning when she wakes up, she rubs her eyes and imagines that that risen Lord Jesus is in the room. And as he approaches, she imagines she's being given a gift, attractively wrapped, not unlike a Christmas present. And she said that to her symbolizes she's being given a gift of a brand new day to live for the risen Lord Jesus and to share his message with others. Because she said, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. And I believe if we start each day on that basis, remembering that the risen Lord Jesus is with us, it can make all the difference in the world. And so I finish with that blessing that has been said here on many occasions. 
May the dying Saviour's love, the risen Saviour's power, the ascended Saviour's blessing, and the returning Saviour's glory be the joy and comfort of your heart this Ascension Day and forevermore. Amen.